Welcome to my Monday morning mindset motivation. Today's episode, the five mindset hacks that will change your life. It's a big one. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Mind Body to Lead podcast, the place to be to level up all aspects of your health, both physically and mentally. Each week we come to you with motivation and mindset hacks, interviews with the best minds and health experts, and we answer all of your health and fitness questions in under 10 minutes. So if you are ready to take back control and live the life you are destined to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful weekend wherever you are in the world and you're excited for this brand new week ahead. So today is a big one. We're talking mindset. We're talking everything I'm super passionate about that I get lit up about. This is my jam. This is what I love. Um, So turn your listening ears on because I'm going to go deep with you on this one. So look, I believe everything in life comes down to our mindset. It is so important for success, happiness, health, everything. What we think between our ears has an impact on everything in our lives. And that's a really big statement. But I know from speaking from experience, someone who has suffered in the past with mental health issues and you know, you know, imposter syndrome and fear and doubt that it wasn't until I got my mindset right that my life changed for the better. So I want to share with you now, I guess, my top five hacks that I am so passionate about that I still do every single day. And that I really hope that will help you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. So number one, is becoming aware of your thoughts. Now, one thing that I came to realize is that I am not my thoughts. I am separate from my thoughts. That thoughts are just thoughts and not facts. But we have, I think, researchers recently said that 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Most of them are repetitive, most of them are negative, As I've said before, our minds are designed to keep us alive. They're not designed to make us thrive. We are engineered to constantly be looking out for danger in the world, right? So our brains are not wired to make us happy. They're wired to keep us alive. They're wired to protect us, right? So we're not programmed to be these happy, joyful, successful people. We have to work on that. And it is a daily discipline, Okay, so how do you do it? Well, this is how I do it. Other people have different methods, but this is what I know works for me. So, you know, feel free to give this a go. I first identify when I'm not thinking potentially good thoughts, when I notice things come up in my body. Now, what do I mean by this? For me, it will be a tightness in my chest. It will be some pain in my joints or maybe some lower back pain, or a stiffness in my neck, or, you know, when I get into bed, perhaps I'm not sleeping as deep. Normally, my body speaks to me first before I'm aware of what I'm thinking, right? So for example, you know, I could be, you know, just sat at my desk working away, and then all of a sudden, I'll just feel this sort of wave of anxiety, 
and I'll get this bit of a tightness in my chest and I'll go, oh, okay, this is interesting. Now, five years ago when that used to happen, I'd freak out. I think a lot of people do this and I was one of them. I was actually anxious about being anxious. So I would feel that feeling, that tightness in my chest, not taking full breaths, shallow breathing. My heart would start to race and I would be on the way to having a panic attack. Nowadays, what I do is I would notice a feeling or a sensation in my body. I'll take a nice deep breath in through the nose, slow exhale, I'll do that a few times and I will just slow down. Okay. So instead of like speeding up and getting frantic, I'll slow right down. I'll go, okay, what is going on inside of my mind right now? And I might just close my eyes and just become aware of my thoughts. You know, obviously if I'm, you know, driving or walking, I won't do this, but I'll just kind of slow down and I'll go, okay, what, it, what am I thinking right now? And just pausing and becoming very present, thoughts will come up. And instead of following the thought, getting carried away, getting in that loop and, you know, like obsessing about the thought, I'll take a step back. I'll become the observer because, again, I'm not my thoughts. I have a very old brain in my mind and I know it's just trying to do the best for me. It's trying to keep me alive. So I will forgive that thought. I'll go, okay. I might even speak to myself as third person, say, okay, Georgina, do you believe that thought to be true? Because it's normally the worst case scenario that will never happen, right? So I'm all go, okay, do I believe that thought to be true? Is that thought serving me right now? No, it's not. Okay, what could I choose to think? So I would just, you know, maybe the thought is, oh, you know, you're never going to get this finished in time or, you know, the business is never going to grow or whatever the thought may be, right? And I'll go, okay, how could I think this? How could I think differently about this? How could I add more play to this? How could I add more joy to this? What can I be grateful for in this moment? And instantly I start to feel better. I start to calm down. And I just, again, separate myself from my thoughts. Now, the more you can do this, the more you can practice this, the the more empowered you are going to be as a human being. This is, I honestly believe, one of the biggest skills that you can learn. I don't know why it's not being taught in school. I can't, I can't remember anything I learned in school. Um, you know, I used to fight back at the teacher when she was trying to teach me algebra. Like, not used that since, I don't even know when, probably since I was like 13 years of age. This is a life skill. Why aren't they, why aren't they teaching this in schools? Why aren't they teaching people to become aware of their thoughts? Because we're not our thoughts. And this is what happens. People start to believe their thoughts. They start to live their life in fear and anxiety and in survival mode instead of that mode of growth. And over time, it starts to wear us down. You know, we develop moods, which then become personalities. And by the time we're 35, we are so ingrained in our thoughts, in our beliefs, in our emotions, and we identify with that. So this is such a skill. Become aware of your thoughts. The other thing I do on a regular basis every day is meditate. And some people say to me, oh, I can't meditate. My mind's far too busy. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly why you need to meditate. And trust me, people say to me, oh, I don't have time. Everyone has 10 minutes to find, to, to sit down, close their eyes and connect to their breath. 
if you are serious about transformation, about happiness, about health, about taking your life to the next level, become aware of your thoughts and learn to meditate. The other thing I do as well when I'm becoming aware of my thoughts and when I was really starting to understand this process is journal. So if I if I've taken a deep breath, if I've meditated, I'm still feeling a little bit funny, I'll always open my journal and I'll go, okay, what's going on inside of me right now? What what's happened? What's triggering this? And things will come up. And that is just all about building your self-awareness. You know, self-awareness is the key to self-mastery. So number one, I, I spoken about this in depth now but it's so important it's it's something I'm so passionate about guys if you can become more aware of your thoughts and disengage with them and stop giving them so much power your life is going to change for the better trust me on that I used to have terrible dark thoughts when I was in the height of my anxiety and if someone had just told me just to slow down and breathe and laugh you know like I, almost, I sometimes almost like pretend I'm eating popcorn at the cinema and I'm just watching the thoughts go by so just like I just imagine I'm just sitting at the cinema and oh yeah the screen there's my thoughts eating some popcorn you know they just float on by don't mean anything don't follow them and it's really really empowering so that's number one number two align yourself with the future you so again I believe when we feel funny, when we feel anxious, stressed, is because we're living out of alignment with who we are, with our values. For example, when I went through that really deep, dark time with my anxiety, I was in a corporate job. I was in the office five days a week. I was working nine till five. I was putting so much pressure on myself to do, do well. I was so focused on external factors, on money, on status, on achievement, that I lost who I was. Now, my values, my top values, are health, freedom, and growth. They are my top three. Now, I was so out of alignment with them that it began to impact my mental well-being. So, Alignment, live in alignment with your values. How do you know your values? You get to know who you are. You build your self-awareness through meditation, through journaling, through you just spending time with yourself. So it's aligning your values with your day-to-day, right? So once I understood that my values were health, freedom, and growth, I realized that the job I was in wasn't serving me, the life I was living wasn't serving me, and I started to make changes, Another question that I think is so powerful to ask yourself is who do you need to become or who do you want to become? Too many people are focused on goals and I used to be exactly the same. Well, I want to achieve this and I want to achieve that. Okay, well, who do you need to become in order to achieve that? If you can align your character with that future you, you know, why wait? You know, people say, oh, you know, I'll, you know, I'll start start dressing that way and acting that way when I'm in that position no do it now because your mind you're you're sending us real powerful signal to your mind to say you know this is happening now and when we start to you know live that way day to day our mind starts to believe it and it changes us chemically inside so ask yourself who do you need to become Get to know yourself understand yourself at a deeper level and start aligning your values with who you want to become, with the future that you want, 
And just by doing that, again, you will see an improvement in your mindset. As soon as I started to live inside of my values and live in alignment with the person I wanted to become, my anxiety, my stress levels started to reduce significantly. Number three, watch your language. This is such, such a big one. Going back again five years ago when I was in the peak of my anxiety, I would say things like, oh, I can't do that, or this is always happening to me, and I always feel like this. And I was in a very victim mindset. I was using very negative language. You know, I mean, have you ever gone into the office? How was your weekend? Yeah, it was all right. Not bad. Not bad? I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a life where I go, how was your weekend? Oh, it wasn't bad. I want to say things like, it was phenomenal. It was amazing. It was full of joy. Oh, my goodness. It was fantastic. That's the language I want to use. So watch your language. You know, it, it's the words we speak have such a big impact on our lives. So really, really be aware this week when you speak to people or when people speak to you. It's really, really interesting language. And it says a lot about what's going on inside of somebody. So I'm very aware of the language that I use now. In um, Matthew McConaughey's book, he talks about the word unbelievable. He's like, what a horrible word. You know, when things happen that are good, we go, oh, it was unbelievable. And it's like, why would I say that? It is believable. You know, like when something amazing happens, you know, oh, I can't. That was unbelievable. No, 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 no. It was believable. It was phenomenal. It was amazing. So again, these words that we that we use. So I've actually stopped using that word to describe things unbelievable. Because I'm saying to the, to, you know, to the universe, like, oh, that was unbelievable. Like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it happened. No, I believe. And I want more of that. So again, language, super, super key. Number four, be grateful. I, I can't stress this enough, right? But I used to say things like, you know, well, I'll be happy when, or, you know, when this thing happens, you know, I, I'm going to feel fulfilled. And, you know, you, you can't manifest the life you want when you're coming from lack. Everything around us is energy. That is just a scientific fact. We are all atoms. What are atoms? Atoms are energy, right? And if you are sat there day to day, feeling like a victim, feeling sad, feeling depressed, beating yourself up, you know, saying things like, oh, I can't do that, or I never achieve that, or I always do this, you're, you're not coming from a place of love, of gratitude, of high vibration. And when you're in that state, you're not going to attract new possibilities. You're not going to attract what you want. So flip it. If you want to start to bring in new experiences, whether that's a new job, a new business, a new promotion, more money, more health, start being grateful for everything you have in your life now. And that can be really challenging, I know, for a lot of people. A lot of people go, well, I haven't got anything to be grateful for. Well, let me tell you now, perspective. <laughs> if you are listening to this right now, you are far better off than the majority of the population. You know, if you have a roof over your head, you're far better off than most people. If you can turn a tap and get running water, you're far better off than most people. Perspective. There is always something to be grateful for in your life. You know, you can flick a switch and on comes the light. You have access to, you know, medical facilities. So much to be grateful for 
stop taking life for granted. And I, I'm saying this for myself as well, because it's so easy to go through life and take things for granted. But honestly, the more you can be grateful, the sun on your skin, the wind through your hair, like the sound of rain, like, you know, the sound of the waves, walking on the beach, walking in nature, sound of birds. I don't care what it is. Be grateful. Find things every single day to appreciate because what you appreciate, appreciates. So stop waiting. Stop saying, when this happens, I'll be happy or when I get this, I'll be happy. Life doesn't work like that. Flip it. Be grateful now. Happiness is a choice and there's always something to appreciate. So let that one sit with you as well. The final thing, the final thing for me, which is really, really big when it comes to mindset is making time for your self-care. In our full lives, I don't want to say the word busy, but in our full schedules, it is easy to prioritize everyone else's needs but our own. It's easy to sleep in. It's easy to get a takeaway. It's easy to come home and put Netflix on. Sometimes we have to choose to do the things we don't necessarily want to do. We have to not reach for instant gratification. If we really want to create change in our lives, sometimes we're going to have to do things that are going to feel a bit uncomfortable. Right? Change is going to feel uncomfortable. So how do you improve your mindset when it comes to self-care? You move. <laughs> Movement for me is a form of meditation. When I move, my body releases endorphins. I feel phenomenal. So move your body every day. I don't care how you do it. You walk in nature. You do a yoga session. You try mind-body-to-lead workout. <laughs> You go to the gym, you go for a bike ride, you go for a swim, just do something every day. Move your body. We are designed to move. We do not move enough. We, you know, think back to when we were, you know, in our ancestral ancestor days and we were, you know, having to hunt and gather and we were constantly moving. These days, you know, we walk on the downstairs a few times, we walk to our car, we get in our car, we get to work, we walk to our desk, we maybe do a couple of coffee runs in the day, get back in our car, get back on the train, get home, sit on the sofa. We just sit all day, right? It's not good for us. Move as much as you can throughout the day. Meditate. Spoken about this on the podcast already. The more you can connect with yourself, the more you can sit with your thoughts, the more you can tune into your intuition and connect to that deeper part of you, get out of your analytical mind into your subconscious, the more magnificent, the more experiences, the more growth you're going to have in your life. Nourish yourself with good food. You know, we are what we eat, right? That is true. Our cells are made up of the food that we feed our bodies. So I don't know about you, but I want my body to be made up of nutrients, of food that's going to help me thrive from the inside out. So I do choose to eat well because I want to thrive from the inside out. Look after your sleep, you know, like turn off Netflix at nine o'clock, maybe go and read for 30 minutes, prioritize your sleep, prioritize your well-being. You know, if you're worn out and exhausted all the time, you're not going to have a good mindset. So prioritize self-care, whatever that looks like to you. 
You know, make sure you're reading and you're consuming lots of positive material. Turn off the news. Don't listen to that garbage. Trust me, you will hear about the news, okay? Someone else will tell you what's going on in the world. I didn't have the news on once last week. I didn't want to know what was going on. I opted out. I was like, I'll know. <laughs> I'll hear. Turned off. And instead, I read, I consumed podcasts, and I was constantly mind-feeding all week because I knew if I had engaged in the news, my mindset could quite easily, of last week in lockdown, taken a really nasty turn. So I'm very aware of what I put into my mind. So, my goodness, 20 minutes, big podcast a day. But just to go through these five mindset hacks again, because I really want you to think and process these. So number one, become aware of your thoughts. The biggest life skill you can ever teach yourself. Two, align yourself with the future you. Live in align with your values. What do you want? What experiences do you want to draw in? Who do you need to become in order to make this happen? Are they the right experiences for you? You know, are you shooting for something that is going to bring you fulfillment because they are they are in line with your values and who you are? Number three, watch your language. Number four, be grateful. And number five, make time for self-care. So big episode today. I really hope you got a lot out of it. Again, as always, reach out to me. I love hearing from you. So please, um, yeah, message me on Instagram, Georgie L. Hubbard. Message me on LinkedIn, Georgie Hubbard. Wherever you are in the world, stay strong. Use these mindset hacks. Know that transformation is not going to happen overnight. It is a daily discipline. It takes time. But I promise you, it'll be so worth it. So have a phenomenal week and I'll speak to you again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could hit that subscribe button and maybe even leave us a cheeky review. It all helps us spread our message. Now, if you want to find out more about us and our programs and what we do, all of the links are below. We would love to connect with you on social. So please reach out. We love hearing from you. And I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I'll speak to you again soon. Take care.